0: And we are on a mission to transform the lives of millions through the same fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, and financial habits that have transformed ours. Good
1: morning!
0: morning. Welcome back to Espresso with Erin and Sarit. What was I about to say? Welcome back to Espresso, Erin and Sarit. We are your hosts. I am Erin. And I am Sarit. And And together together we are on a mission mission to transform transform the the lives lives of millions through the same same movement, nutrition, nutrition and lifestyle lifestyle habits that have transformed ours. That was really fucking weird. We did not plan that. Uh -uh. (laughs) Uh-uh. Oh my gosh. Uh -uh. Woo! Telepathic brain waves. That was incredible. Yeah. we. We're I, pretty... almost, I almost don't even think that they're going to believe that wasn't rehearsed. But you know what? That's A-okay. Yeah. We have an amazing episode for you today. And I hope you grabbed your morning beverage of choice. Unless you're in a different part of the world. Perhaps it's evening.
1: Quick morning recap. So this past weekend, we were together with our entire crew at the 10 X growth conference. It was absolutely incredible. Lots and lots and lots of takeaways. And I'm sure that all of them are going to be leaked out to you guys. Um, uh, if you will. Yeah. In, in in this episode and in further episodes, but just like, you know, the, the beauty, the, the most beautiful thing is that, you know, like any successful, person has their own unique story, but they all basically say the same exact thing from their own life experience, which is incredible. So- I love
0: you guys tagging people, getting them in here. Tag people, get them in here. Tag people, get them in here. This is going to be an amazing show. Good morning, Heidi, Veronica, Susanna, Kristen, Veronica, Fran, Daniela, Stacey, your community engagement unicorn, Stacey, Cupcelli, is in, Cupcelli, Cupcelli, Cupchenny is in the house. Who else is here? Tracy's here. We got Lori and Olivia and L-Dub and Jenna. Good morning, Teresa and Hillary and Shauna and Leanne and Valerie and Mel O'Connor. Good
1: morning to everybody.
0: Yes, today's episode is titled, Keep Trying.
1: Yeah. Also, we all lost an hour of sleep this weekend.
0: Or... Did we just
1: time travel? Perhaps both. It's um, how you spin it.
0: Um, I don't like to think I, about it. I
1: love story. today's episode because I can relay a story from today's workout and to the episode. Um, good morning, Jess O'Hara. By the way, if you are new to, to, to this community or this is your first time on the show, please drop a comment and tell us where you're from or where you're representing. But... If this is your first time
0: on the show, tell us where you're from and where you wanna go. My name's Erin, this is Sarit, and it is a pleasure to meet you in this house. I can't freestyle rap, but that's okay. Even if it sounds like crap, I'ma do it anyways, cause that's what I do. Welcome
1: to the show. It's me and you, holla. You and Jesse Itzler should have a rap band. Dude,
0: he would crush me. His freestyle was, I don't even, I don't even get it. DJ E Money in the
1: House. Okay. Okay. so let's, so let's talk about failure. So, yesterday, one of the one of the speakers yesterday was A Rod, the A Rod. Oh yeah. Um, and he was he was telling Grant that he was the fourth MLB player to have the... Oh, no, fifth. There's only five. five?
0: Mm-hmm. Fifth? no he Fifth? No, yeah, he's the, he's the fifth highest... Strikeout. In strikeouts. Seen as one of the greatest baseball players. Yeah. Is the fifth highest in the history ever of Major League Baseball to have the most strikeouts. So what does that say? But he's one of the greatest players. But he's
1: the fifth highest in strikeouts. So the lesson behind this, and man, I appreciate it so much. You know, the lesson behind this is that the more you fail, the more you learn. Maybe. Under one condition. If you have the right attitude. The more you fail, the more opportunities you have to learn. Because you guys, we learn from failure. We learn from our mistakes. You know, like when when we do something and it works, it's like, okay, keep doing it. Repeat when we do something and it doesn't work. Then now we, we have a lesson to learn. Don't repeat. (laughs) Right. And And we have to extract the lesson, but the reason why, you know, success in anything, be it, you know, weight loss, be it, you know, anything in life. The reason why few people find like whole and complete, level of success in their life is because people give up too soon. They give up too soon. So, you know, whenever it should go sideways, it's easy to just like slip, but you have to be great at getting back up. Like the, the sooner you get back up, the more times you get back up, the more lessons you're going to learn. And over time, what this is going to do is that it's going to start Building that compound effect that you that you need. Like for example. What did he say though? He said
0: I have a PhD in failing. Mm. But I have a master's in getting back up. Yes. yes. Which to me says. I have failed more times. I have failed the most. My highest most recognized and, and treasured degree. Mm-hmm. Is in failing
1: Mm -hmm. and the
0: next one down is getting back up the next highest is getting back up you can't get back up if you didn't fail you can't learn you can become aware of a potential failure through somebody else's failure but you cannot fully truly learn unless you failed so the goal you know and and you know really smart people will do their best to learn as much as they can from other people's failures Mm -hmm. you know but the most impactful way for us to learn is to fail ourselves you burn your hand on a stove ah, better not touch that shit again you got red fingers you gotta put them on ice didn't feel good you watch somebody else burn their
1: hand you're not as affected because you're like oh that sucks and then you forget about it so in fact that's that's just how the the brain works. Like, if you think about it, when, when we're babies, that's how we learn how to walk. Fall down. We fall down. I got and shit, then we get back worse. up. So, you know, the they real- that bounce. So, you know, the real question then becomes, why do we give up? And why do we not embrace our failures? Because, hold on. Why do we give up? Why do we not embrace our failures? And why do we not embrace our failures? Today in our strength segment, why do we not embrace our failure? Do we not embrace our failures? Some people embrace their failures. Some people do. The successful ones do. I, I mean, like, in generally in society. So this morning, let's, let's go back to our workout, this can next I say, segment. Can I say, too, is it... I think it's a natural
0: temptation to not embrace your fails because you failed and it doesn't feel good. Your natural reaction is to be frustrated, upset, sad, mad, angry, rude, right? Ego. The ego is hurt. It feels yeah. like shit. Yeah, you're like fuck. It doesn't feel good, but so so that's the natural temptation. Now it's uh, you have to train yourself uh, first by becoming aware. You have to train yourself to think the other way. Like you like you have a moment of frustration. We're going to explain an example right now. But you have a moment of frustration. Fine, take it. Right? It's you're feeling. Feelings are for feeling. Ah, shit! Feelings are for feeling. That's brilliant, (laughs) right? To feel, you You gotta feel so you know you can have your like second of like ah shit but then okay now back to reality and then you say what did i do wrong what could i have done better so example yes proceed
1: so this morning when we were working out first we had our strength segment and it was five sets of three hang power snatches leading up to a heavy three so on your last set, um, which was heavy, you failed on your... My last th- rep. On your third rep. Mm-hmm. And what, do you remember what you said? Poop. <laughs> yeah, first, first you said poop. Poop. And then I kicked the track. Again. <laughs> A little light tap.
0: Not like I kicked it across the Yeah, jump. no,
1: you, you weren't upset. <laughs> and then you said, if if you don't fail, you don't get better. No, I said, if you don't fail, you're not trying hard enough. Yeah. You fail by pushing yourself. You fail,
0: yeah. and it takes courage. Yeah. The weight I had on the bar, and also this is a completely like whole another topic that we can have for those like I would say ex athletes, but I feel once an athlete, always an athlete, always an athlete. You're just competing at different things, but you know when it was a weight for me that like several years ago would not have been a challenge. Mm-hmm. So that's difficult already, but life is, you know, there's, you know, things happen, priorities change. um, And so for one, like that could be a whole other topic of like the athletes in the house who've been, you know, at their high or extreme or whatever, maybe got injured and then unable to actually do, oh, I used to be able to do this. I used to be able to get stuck in this, I used to be land. So for one, like I'm in this place, right? And that can be, we can completely go like another way with that. Um, and I think that's actually a fantastic topic. Are you writing it down? Used to be land. And you know, when, when you, when you know what you used to be capable of, it's difficult to accept if you're not capable of that. Mm -hmm. And I had back surgery, there was an entire year before my back surgery almost that I could barely do anything without being in pain.
1: So it was like three years that you haven't really lifted that heavy.
0: And I've done that movement too, you know, like here and there, but never consistently because it's a very aggressive movement and I have a special back. It's the most special. And I'm going to say it's even better than it was. But, uh, yeah, so I was coming from that place. So then, you know, I, I had to get outside of that space to be like, I got this. You know, it was... It was already took courage for me to try it because I knew it was gonna be heavy and I knew this should, this should be easy for me. No, what should be is what is. Everything happens on purpose. What should be is. We might not always know why, hmm. but there's peace in that.
1: So the first thing that you said was poop. poop. And then you said- A
0: little stomp of the foot.
1: And then you said, if, if you don't fail, You don't grow. You're not trying hard enough. You're you're not trying hard enough. And then I said, amen. And That's how I
0: got myself out of it. Right. That's how I snapped out of it. Like
1: instantly, like your your emotion wasn't down or anything. It was just like, okay, like just handling the situation. But, you know, I want to talk about two different aspects because of this thing called fear of failure. For one, how many people don't actually like reach to their higher potential because they haven't been to that new place before. And they're scared of failing. You're going to fail before you get to the place always like failure is a part of reaching a new ceiling. So let's say, you know, whether it's with your lifts or with your body composition or with your weight loss, it doesn't matter. But, let's say you know, like for example, back squats, let's say your current heaviest back squat is one eighty five you gotta try one ninety in order to be able to lift more than one eighty five right let's say if you're if if your goal is to get to two hundred, like it's time to start breaking through the ceiling like the only way to grow is to break through the ceiling now, whether you'll be able to accomplish it in the very first instant or not, I mean. There are so many components that go into it, but if you have the courage to fail, then you're you're definitely going to achieve it. Why? Because let's say, okay, you put up on the bar 190. The first time you do it, you're like, shit, you fail. What happens in your muscles is that, you know, there's these things called the motor units, right? That learn to contract differently with a heavier load. So what happens then is that now your central nervous system is training to be activated to be able to handle a new load, right? Like whatever whatever you guys see like professional athletes do, let's say if their current heaviest lift was 300 and they put up 350 and they actually are capable of do it, doing it, that is because of years of physical training and also mental training that goes along it. Like to be able to believe that you can do something that's way dramatically different and in an instant from anything that you've done before is, is scary. And most of the times physically, you're not going to be able to sustain it. Very rarely does it happen. But what's guaranteed is that if you have the courage to continuously break through that ceiling, right? you're going to be able to actually break it. It reminds me of the show. what, what is it? The, the Rock show the time, the Titan games, you know how there is this one part where it's like, they have these things that they have to break through that wall with a heavy ass thing. I don't know if you guys ever watched the, the show, the Titan. Break games. Through the wall. There's this massive heavy pendulum that they have to swing in order to like prop open that door. No, I
0: don't know. Anyways, regardless, what's the message?
1: The message is that it, let's say if you want to open a door, okay. And it's fully shut and you beat it with a sledgehammer, like one time, like if you're, if you're like ridiculously strong and the force that you apply is, is incredible along with like you hit it on the exact spot that you should have, then it's going to break. But the chances of you breaking that door in an instant is very slim. However, if you have the persistence and the courage to keep on showing up and you're like, okay, I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to stop. I'm going to keep on, you know, just beating that sledgehammer to the door. Eventually the door is going to fall over and you're going to be able to enter that new room. Right? So, so failure, failure will allow you to break from your current ceiling into your higher ceiling in order to reach a higher potential. Okay. You want more progress? Be okay with, tolerating failures it is what it is um
0: there's two questions i have okay when 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 facing a fear okay and this can be in, in anything this can be in a hard conversation that you have to have with somebody you know you're scared of what like anytime you have fear um and and most fear is made up now if there's a lion chasing you that's a legitimate fear right what courage are you gonna have to either run or fight that's it right um but and and there's no choice like that's you're gonna die right that that happens by instinct yeah right but when you don't sense an immediate danger and this is important when you don't When it's not a matter of life and death,
1: Mm.
0: it's the most dangerous Mm. because the decisions made consistently over time are what bring you to better life or a faster death. And I don't even mean just like death, you're dead, your heart's not beating anymore, they put you in the ground game over. I mean, maybe you're even still alive, but you're not living. That's still in my idea, death. Like... What, you know? Um, But these are the two questions to ask yourself. In any situation you feel fear, normally when you feel fear, you need to run and lean into it. You need to go towards it. Again, it goes back to the analogy of fighting. If I'm gonna punch you, you you can't be at this arm's distance. Your face cannot be this far away from my body or you're gonna get punched in the mouth. You gotta lean into me so that I, I can't get you or you run away scared and you never get what you want. Those are the two options. So anytime you're scared, anytime you feel fear, it's not a matter of life and death, adrenaline, you know, knee jerk reaction. You need to train yourself so that your knee jerk reaction and fear is to run to it. Run into it. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And commit. We're doing uh, ENS live. There's gonna be an amazing thing that we're gonna be doing there,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, where it requires like commitment, right? Um, everybody who's attending live is like, what the fuck did I sign up for? Don't worry, everybody's gonna be okay. It's
1: gonna be fun. It's
0: gonna um, be great.
1: You're gonna break past your comfort zone. But
0: there's two questions. There's two questions. What is the absolute worst thing that could happen? I need to have this hard conversation with somebody and I'm scared. What's the worst that's going to happen? Is anybody going to die? 99 times out of 100, no. Eh, probably out of more like, than 100. Or, <laughs> what am I trying to say? Like, sometimes it is, it is life-threatening. But we're talking about non-life-threatening scenarios. Okay? What is the worst that can happen? Somebody doesn't like what you said. Um, okay, but did you die? it was physically painful, like in a workout, it's really hard, sweating, got sweat in your eye. What's the worst that can happen? If you need to make a phone call, but you're not sure what the conversation, what's the worst that will happen? What is the worst thing that could happen? You sign up for a new program. What's the worst thing that could happen? It's not going to be that bad, but we make this huge thing of it. Then you ask yourself, second question, what's the best thing that could happen? We always think about the worst thing. And it's good to be prepared, but you don't need to sit in that thought. The longer you sit in what is the worst that could happen, the more you attract the worst happening.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What is the best that could happen? Roll through those scenarios and then commit to that. Put your energy into that. And even if it doesn't happen exactly the best way it could happen, I bet you it will happen better than the worst thing that could happen. hmm and always, we're talking about non-life-threatening scenarios. You're not going to die. So these fears that we have is like, it's, it's always pushing past a break point. You're wanting to accomplish a breakthrough. To break through, to break, what's the definition of break? To break through, you got to break <laughs> through. B-R-E-A-K, not breakfast. What the, where are you? are you autocorrecting for me this is not the game I want to play to break separate or cause to separate into pieces as a result of a blow shock or strain as a result of you want to break through a blow a shock or a strain do any of those sound comfortable yeah no. so you know the only way you break through to get what you want is not comfortable what's the best that could happen and then commit to that Mm -hmm. and then what what afterwards okay what's the worst that could happen Uh, I uh, rolled my ankle first world problem somebody yelled at me first world problem Uh, I pulled a butt cheek muscle Mm. first world problem
1: I was still no
0: I lost a friend still a first world problem so then what happens in that case we learn, we try again. Get back up, okay? What's the best thing that could happen? And then, well, I, I lost 20 pounds. I feel greater than I've ever felt in my life. I was proud to turn 50. I, made, uh, I increased my income by whatever percent. What's the best thing that could happen? And then what? What's the worst, what's the best, and then what?
1: What you focus on expands. I wanna add two more things. I want to talk about how many times do people actually not show up because their expectation is skewed? Like, for example, um let's say it's somebody who who used to be an ex-athlete and there were, you know, let's let's take you for example, okay? You 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 had a, a back injury, you were able to snatch before before shit started going sideways. I think your PR was like 150, something ridiculous. But I mean, today you fail. You failed at ninety five. Ninety five. Okay, that's like that's like sixty five percent of what she was able to do. How many people after they've they've had an injury? Do you guys know who like were either in great shape, even like athletes, um, to to some degree, be it like high school, college, or you know, even pro, like beyond. After they had an injury, they didn't show up because their training now had to evolve. It was no longer, you couldn't push how you were able to push before. And it was demotivating, right, to not be able to push as hard as you pushed before. So you're like, okay, well, it's not remotely close to what it used to be, so why the heck even show up for it? Mm -hmm. You know, like, how many times do you see people in life who just freeze, because their their expectation of what is versus what was is skewed. You guys, like to achieve success in anything, you got to have progress. And in order for you to progress means that you you got to have momentum. It's a game of momentum. So like Erin, for example, maybe she'll never be able to snatch 145 again in her life or 150. Maybe she will. But one thing is going to guarantee that whether she's consistent at doing that movement and doing everything around that, doing that movement is just a byproduct of doing everything around that in order to allow her to do that movement, you know? And I think that's really important too, to touch upon being consistent with everything that revolves around one action. You know, so many people just focus on one piece of the pie How about you focus on the entire pie in order to prepare you to achieve that one piece of the pie? You know what I mean? Like, let's take, for example, another movement. You want to increase your bench press. Don't just bench press. Also make sure that you've got like shoulder stabilizing exercises, shoulder mobility exercises in order to set you up for success so that you can build your, your way up through that. But like you also have to focus about what is around, what are the skills or the practices that I need to do around that thing in order to allow me to, to do that. So whatever it is that you want to achieve progress in, like, what do you need to do around that? Let's take meal prep, for example. So I hear so many times, Oh, I'm not good at meal prep. Most of the times because you don't show up for it. Why? Because you cooked a meal one time and it ended up being bad. How about you get comfortable with with getting a grocery order? Get comfortable with finding recipes that you like. Then fail up through, you know, going from being a terrible cook to being a better cook to being freaking awesome. You don't have to be a chef to meal prep. And that goes for anything in life. Focus on all of the elements that that revolve around that one thing that you want in order to be better. Um, So... That's with regards to, um, you know, the importance of showing up for yourself so that you can fail your way up. And then the other thing that I want to talk about is committing to failing all the way. And I want to use the metaphor of that sledgehammer again. How many times, whether it's at the gym or at anything in life, do do you see people who halfway try instead of try all the way. So let's go back to that door and that sledgehammer. Unless you are putting a specific amount of force using the sledgehammer by hitting it at a specific angle in a certain spot, the likelihood of you beating the door down within one shot is very slim to none. Now. I think another reason why so many people end up not even breaking that door down is because after their first try, they're like, okay, Did, like didn't crack the door. Now you start doubting yourself because it didn't happen the first time. Because the only thing that you can, in reality, unless you practice envisioning and you have you wholeheartedly believe that you can do that. And you also have enough skill and you got to have a high belief level. You also have to have a certain amount of skill in order to accomplish something. You could try to beat that door a thousand times, but if you halfway try, you're like, okay, I'm going to try you commit. it's Okay. Committed. I'm going to try, but you can try all day long. But if you don't commit to beating it all the way as, if, as if this is your first and last time and you know, committing to it wholeheartedly in a single instance, then there will be a catastrophe or some kind of consequence that you'd rather not face. Most likely what most people will do is just halfway try, halfway try, halfway try, and then give up. And the reason why this happened is because when we go to school, education is really important, but The school system versus education, there's a huge difference with regards to that. In the school system, we're taught that if you're not the best, then you're doomed. But in the game of life, it doesn't work that way. If you're the most committed and the hardest fucking worker, you're going to break through any ceiling more than, better than, any other person, regardless of how talented they are, regardless of how smart they are, regardless of where they're at in life, who cares if they have a head start? It is your duty and obligation to commit to that door with every single, like, throw, swing, with every single swing in order to get you through that door. But because we compare ourselves to other people and to our past experiences, we have a tendency to believe as if the next experience is gonna be the same as before. Well, guess what? Which it will be if you do the same thing. And your thoughts become things. So if you believe that that will be the case, guess what? When you, when you go for that sledgehammer and you, and, you, and you give it another swing, you're not going to fully commit to it. You're going to halfway try. So yes, of course, you're gonna get the same exact result because you haven't changed anything. Most of the time, in order to change the um, outcome of whatever it is that you are achieving, you have to change your thought, which is all the of hardest the time. thing. Not most
0: of the time. Right, all, all of, the, of time. the time. You're right, all the time.
1: Because before you take any action, you have to make a decision. And a decision starts with a thought. So if you, if you don't change this, and it happens like thoughts happen very quickly. Now, the hardest thing with thought is that most people are not even aware of their thoughts. So they just like vomit their way through life. And then they wonder why shit's not working for them. Well, because you're unaware. So you're letting your past experiences dictate your future because you're, you're acting by default. You're not controlling the situation. You're letting the situation control you. So then you tell yourself, well, this door is not meant to be broken. But I'm like, dude, I told you, you can break through that door and once you break through that door, there's gonna be a room full of gold. I love gold! Yeah. So you have to commit wholeheartedly to break through that door in order to get there.
0: And it feels, the victory is so sweet.
1: Yeah. How come you're sitting so far back? I don't know
0: the the most common, the most common fear is of failure. The number one most common reason why people don't take action is because they fear failure and you know, the people typically that you follow on social media, talk about social media for a second, this is just one avenue, is either the people you truly know, like the people who you, you know, you your family, your friends, your loved ones, you know, people you met, whatever, right? People that you know, and then people you really admire, people that you really look up to, people that you maybe aspire to, to be like or aspire to achieve something they've achieved mm-hmm. in your own way. And so what happens is then we compare Mm -hmm. and you know, we're put on a pedestal like, oh, so successful. But again, let's go back to this. The most successful people, those people that you look up to that that you can call your mentors, that you aspire to be like, they have a PhD in failure. Mm -hmm. That's how they got there. But that is not what you see. And all the time, that's why we try to show you our weaknesses. We try to show you our vulnerabilities. We try to show you where we struggle, where we fall short because that is how we learn. And it's okay for you to be the same way. You have to be good at failing. And I don't mean good at failing, like just keep failing all the time and in the same ways, but to learn from each and every attempt. The most successful people that, that you can call your mentors or you wanna you know, achieve greatness, like they're so good at learning, not just failing, being okay with failing, but then also being mindful and aware of the failure and what they did wrong, seeking out what went sideways. So I can eliminate that piece and try again. Mm. Ah, I still failed. At least I did it differently. Take out that piece or add that piece. Try again. I still failed. Or it still could have been better. Or it still could have improved. Okay. what? Like it's, it's, an, it's an analysis. A self-analysis. And an awareness. Mm-hmm. There's a few things that you guys said that I thought were amazing. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can't see the live and, and the comments coming through the feed. So I want to add this value to you guys as well. But Valerie, you said comfort is the greatest threat to success.
1: Yes. 100%. Yes. 100%. Yeah. But it's not even comfortable. Think about it because it's comfortable in the moment, but it sucks in the grand scheme of life. It's not comfortable, it's the easy thing. Hmm.
0: It's the easy choice in the moment because you don't have to face a fear, but it's not a comfortable situation. If you're 30, 40, 50 pounds overweight, you go to the store, you hate buying clothes because you feel like you just feel bad about yourself every time you try stuff on, I've been in this position. You'll try on 13 things to decide which one covers your fat the best. I've been in that position. And then you leave with nothing anyways because you're just not satisfied. You just leave with now like more self-hatred and a waste of time. I've been in that position. That's not comfortable. So you think that the choice to eat pizza on Friday night and drink beer is easier in the moment than choosing a salad. Why? Because somebody might make fun of you. Why are you eating a salad? Why are you in a salad?
1: Why are you trying to lose weight? You've been trying to lose weight for 10 years. That's
0: the fear of rejection. Yeah. It's not a fear of failure. That's a fear of rejection, but you know, these are like, you know, but, but you don't, you don't, the the position that you're in, in general, isn't comfortable. I'm not saying that eating pizza and drinking a beer on a Friday night is a bad thing. I'm talking in the context of these decisions made continuously over a long period of time.
1: Yeah. Most people make that decision by default, not through intention.
0: Uh, Unintentionally. Right. Uh, Stacy, fear is a reaction, courage decision by Winston Churchill. Fear is a reaction, you can't help it. You're just afraid, that's okay. Feelings are made to be felt. Courage is a decision. Junelin, the mentality of, if I won't die, I'ma go for it. <laughs> if, if it's not gonna cause a, 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 a harm of death, I'ma go for it. Yeah, I'll, I have a fear of jumping off a bridge, why? Because I don't wanna die, unless it's of natural causes. And I'm okay with it. But, right, so there's a difference. We're talking non-life or death scenarios here. Um, Olivia, underdog mentality. I wonder if she was listening. I think it was Pitbull. Is it was mm-hmm. Pitbull or Tyrese? I don't remember. Tyrese Pitbull, skips it. I don't think it was Pitbull. Pitbull. He's like, I'm always seeing myself as an underdog. I'm always an underdog. I approach a situation as if I'm an underdog. Why? Because you have nothing to lose. You're an underdog. You got nothing to lose. You show up. You're like, oh, if I shit the bed. I'm already losing. <laughs> but at least I tried. At least I showed up. At least I made an effort. Mm-hmm. At least I did something different. Those are the four, four um, I can't see everybody's stuff, especially because Daisy is attending the room uh, every few seconds, so <laughs> it's hard to scroll through the comments, mm-hmm. but thank you guys for that, you know, um, I, I love seeing, um, I'll say hearing from you, I hear it in my head as I read it, but reading these things from you guys, uh, because it just, it, I I learn you know, I get reminded of things I like, I have thoughts that are spurred on by you guys and your comments and your interaction and your engagement. And this is what this is for. We don't want to just talk at you. So thank you guys for, for adding all of that, that, that two cents in there.
1: I want to add a couple more things. So this past Can, weekend, when you add a couple more things,
0: I just want to know, this is a completely side note. Can you uh, post in the comments? Did you watch GrowthCon on a live stream? Post in the comments, uh, GC5, GrowthCon 5, GC5, if you watched uh, if you watched the live stream. And I don't mean if you watched like 30 seconds of the live stream, but if like you attended and you were like paying attention and you watched.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: For the GC5. entire
1: three, three days. GC5. So, so, you know, like I want to share with them, you know, something that happened this weekend. So if you watched it or you saw Stacey's video, we actually, we got an amazing opportunity to we got asked to, to speak on grand stage over the weekend, which has been something that we've been manifesting for literally almost an entire year. Um, and you know, after we got off, like so many people, like, you know, were approaching us and they're like, you guys are amazing, blah, blah, blah. And and then they started asking questions. And my reasoning for sharing this with you guys is to just, you know, like, take you through our, our journey, not to toot my horn though. Yes, it was fucking rad. The most rad thing that I've done yet to speak in front of 17,000 people. When back in October, when we spoke in front of 10,000, we shat the bed. It's like, we keep on breaking through ceilings. Now it's like, okay, like in June, we're going to be speaking live in front of 300 people. We already got asked. It's going to seem like nothing. Because now we're like, okay, like 17,000. I'm like, now show me a fucking stadium. I want to look at that. But <laughs> again, it's like, it, it's, it's figuring out ways to break through ceilings. But, you know, one question that we got, we got asked um, very often because we're talking about our growth is, you know, what, what was the biggest thing that you guys did? And... Yeah, what was the biggest thing? What was the biggest thing? Here's the thing. There's no big thing. The biggest change happens every single day when you learn to break past your failures and keep going. The biggest thing is the small things. And that's what people don't realize. They keep on looking for that like golden like incredible thing. No dude, it's mundane and it it fucking sucks each and every day. And if you are willing to put yourself in that situation and miss the hits and get rejected and whatever whatever, then over a couple of years, like your life is going to look incredibly different.
0: Does it suck every day? Does it really suck every day?
1: No, it doesn't. Look, we, we love what we do, but I'm, I'm talking about rejection. You know, when somebody's like, I want to join your program. And then like, they're just being a little bitch and they quit like, and they say, no, I'm not going to join it. Why? Because they're scared. You know, like, it sucks because we know we have the solution. For it, you. it it hurts. So, it hurts. I mean, yeah, it hurts because it's like, man, we know
0: so bad that we can help you, and and we don't. It's not that's not that we take it personally. Like, oh, you don't right. want to do our program because right. we are not right. cool and we're not good. Right. You don't believe in us. Most of the time, it's because you don't believe in yourself. Right. You have a fear of failure. Right. And and that that's what's painful. And you know, we make a lot of mistakes technically on the computer, the websites, the, the spelling program delivery, I've misspelled shit in emails. Okay, great. Get over it. You like, you know, it, it all the time. And it's like, gotta just every day is like this little increments of improvement. Yeah. People are like, what's the one thing you did that like, like it's a magic pill.
1: No, it's, it's, it's just a grinding every goddamn day. Like just embracing the mundane it's really the biggest thing is doing the things you don't want to do
0: that you know you need to do on a consistent basis. Yeah. That's the big thing.
1: Yeah. Um Norma, you said something great. It sucks when I don't feel productive. Like we Speak
0: into my soul. Last
1: Wednesday, we literally like we 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 literally had that day because when you when you have to hit certain targets and when you treat life with a sense of urgency and it doesn't matter like how hard you've been putting in the work and like you know you still didn't break through it you don't feel productive okay so like for example let's say um you were told that you know if you were to squat that 185 like 10 times by the 11th time you should be able to squat the 190 but wait you didn't so now you start getting all up in your head and also you're feeling like you're wasting your time. And that is when most people, even the braver, the more consistent ones can just say, all right, I'm going to just not go for the 11th rep because it's just not meant for me. Or "Today is not my day. Today is not my day. is literally the worst thing um, that you can tell yourself. It's like, it's just because wh- you
0: just made it not your day.
1: Right, this is why like I ask so many of you guys who I work with, tell me one win you had today. Make sure that every day you enter a day with a win. Just because you didn't ideally get to where you wanted to. If you ended your day with a win and you show and you gave it your all, let's say you know you went for that eleventh rep and then you tried going for that one ninety and it didn't happen, that doesn't mean that it's not for you. So many of you guys um, who who were um, who like in the past, or there's a few of you guys who currently are going through the eight week raw transformation um, that is ending after this week. You know, you're like, I should have been. At this point by now, but I'm not. So then what happens? You give up. Because you should have been. Because you see others getting it, but you are not. Like so many people, like this is a really good point, Narva. thank you for bringing it up. You know, we want to feel productive. Like it gives us like this drip of dopamine, which yes, it's amazing. However, sometimes you're not going to get it even after you've tried for a long ass time. Mm Mm-hmm. But one thing is guaranteed that if you keep on trying and trying and trying and trying again, eventually you're going to break past that ceiling.
0: Stacy, what's that quote that you, that's, what's that quote that you shared with the team, uh, last week that was, uh, a mistake made once is something and the same mistake made again is like a choice or something like that or a decision. Yeah. Can you t- put that in the chat? Um, I forget what
1: I was gonna say, so maybe it's not meant to be said. I don't know, um, but but go, going back to what I was saying, you know, so I, I would tell the people honestly, it wasn't one big thing. The one big thing happens every single day, and the reason why we are going to dominate the weight loss industry, there's no doubt about it. We're going, we're already disrupting it. We're going to dominate. It's simply because it doesn't matter and 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 this culture is also like in alignment for anybody who's on our team. Like together as a unit. Like when we go for something and it doesn't work out, all right, cool. I'm a mistake. Go group. for it again. Go for it again and make sure that you end your day with a like with a win. Because that is when you can go to bed. And you can feel good about yourself. It's like, all right, maybe it didn't happen. Maybe that three three hang snatches at ninety five didn't happen. But you know what? I give it my all, and it's still the heaviest that I was able to do for a long ass time. Okay, great. Do you think that when Erin goes up to the bar next time and tries to go for a three heavy set of hang snatches, she's going to do it? Maybe, but is she going to go into it with the full intention and swing all the way? Hell yeah, not halfway. That was a really good conversation. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and
0: the quote was, um, a mistake made more than once is a decision. I would say the same mistake made more than once is a decision. Um, just to clarify that, like you can make a mistake and then they make another mistake and then make another mistake within the same realm. But if it's the same mistake, that's a decision. Because you know the consequence. That's the difference. When you try something without knowing the consequence it's a mistake. I tried, I mistook what the outcome would be from taking this action. I mistook it. But if you know what the outcome is going to be, because you've already taken that action, it's now a decision. Mm -hmm. And you know, there's, there's a lot of things out of this. For one, when I missed that last rep, I redid that one rep. Why? Because it's about finishing what you started. Yes. These little things all the time. These are the things that make us um, what we are. These are the things that allow us to continue succeeding because it's in the mind. Boom, I did one. Boom, I did two. Boom, I missed the last one. Poop, kicked the garbage can. And in my mind immediately said, I got to get this rep. Why? For me. I went back to the bar. Boom, got another rep. Mm Mm-hmm. And for me, what that represented was the next time I pick up this up, I got it. I just did the last one. I'm capable.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, I know that scientifically, my body had a few seconds to regain some, some energy. Literally, it was probably like less than 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. I had my poop moment. I walked right back to the bar and I said, I got to finish this rep. So it wasn't a lot of time because I knew it would be easy for me to get if I had waited longer. I I didn't want it to be easy. I wanted it to still be difficult. I walked straight back over and I said, I'm gonna get this last rep. Because the next time I go and I try to do that, I'm gonna do it because why? I know that I can, I just did three. I finished it. Mm -hmm. And when we're talking about wins, everybody has a win at the end of the day. Every, every, if you're trying, If you're not trying, if you're sitting on the couch, you're probably not watching this anyways. If you know somebody who's, you know, feels like they're stuck on their couch, um, you know, for reasons that many of us have have felt, then please invite them to this page.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Please share this video with them. We just got to get up. Yes. And a win could be just getting off the couch. I got off the couch today. I took a goddamn shower today. I'm a beast. You know, like just, it's all relative, depending on where we're at. And, and sometimes it's like results that we're going forward. It's like, oh, I win if I got this result. Sometimes you don't get the result that you're trying to get, but what's the win? There's still a win. I didn't get the result I was trying to get. I needed to get three hang power snatches and 95 pounds without setting the bar down. I did not hit the result, but the win is that I didn't throw the garbage can out the garage because I used to have anger issues and I would get really frustrated and I would just get really like unrealistic and I would just throw shit and stomp on things. The win for me was I didn't do that. I had a little half, a a second and a half moment. I went back over and I finished what I started. That's the win. It's not the result I was hoping for, but I made it. I turned the failure into a win and you have the ability to do that.
1: I remember that how not too long ago when I had a shitty workout, like I would literally let it ruin the entire day. Like my entire day would be ruined and I'd be such like, I I didn't even want to be with myself. But uh, you know, like, look, accept failure. Acknowledge if you have a hard time accepting failure, acknowledge that you have a hard time accepting failure but be aware enough when these failures pop by your window or right on your doorstep because here's the reality is that failures are just an opportunity of growth you can see it as a stumbling block or a stepping stone amen in
0: another one too i'm extremely good at double unders and if you've done the burn zone three yes and four I mean, hopefully you're not just paying attention to what we're doing. I mean, yes, obviously, to know what you're doing. Uh, but paying attention to your workout. But it wouldn't surprise me if some of you have been like, holy shit, how does Aaron do that many double unders in a row? I can do like 150 plus double unders without stopping, without messing up. Today, I was shitting the bed everywhere.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I messed up so many times. like like three or four times trying to do 20. Mm-hmm. And, and there was a piece of me. That wanted to like throw the rope down or like chuck it across the gym. And the win. It's a win. I didn't. I said, you don't get anywhere by being angry, Aaron. You don't get anywhere by being angry. Like it is not the end of the world. You failed. Okay. It's not the end of the world. What do you need to do? Not be mad. Yeah. Because that doesn't help. Yeah. Take a deep breath. You got this. Proceed.
1: Hmm.
0: Is this? T- it's the thoughts. How do you? How do you speak with yourself? Well, we're always we're all crazy. Y'all crazy bitches up in here talking to yourselves. I know it, because that's how we sort through our. That's how we sort through things.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I do it verbally. I I talk to my shit verbally, like out loud, like audible. Mm-hmm. Right Before that last set, said, you got this, Erin. Right? That set of snatches, you got this, Erin. I don't know if you heard me, but I talk to myself. I have to talk to myself to process things.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But you got to talk nice. You got to talk positive to the best of your ability. I- I'm not always good at it, but, and, and, and uh, nor would I expect anybody to be just fantastic at it because we all have our moments. But if you can train yourself to switch things, you... On the other hand, you shared with me something you shared with me, her last set. She actually failed on the same exact weight on the same exact rep. Yep. Boom. One. Did it. Boom. Two. Did it. Boom. Three. Failed. Mm. Same weight, same rep. Yep. Why? You got inside your head and you said, don't fail this rep. Don't fail this rep. Don't fail this rep. Yep. I was aware of my self-talk. Don't fail this. You're literally saying fail this rep. Uh Uh-huh. You don't hear the don't. You're hearing, fail this rep. What if you said, you're going to get this lift. You're going to hit this lift. You're going to achieve this lift. You're going to crush this lift. What you're hearing now is achieve, crush, get it, do it. You did it. You succeeded. It's the same exact sentence flipped positive. Those mental
1: talks are the toughest.
0: But I I think it's one of the most valuable assets you can have. Yep. The most valuable assets you can have better than money, better than cool shit, better than, you know, the best relationship ever, better than anything is that, that ability to speak with yourself kindly and positively on a regular
1: basis. Because that will attract everything that you want and you want. All right. We got to wrap this up. Okay. All ready, right. Well, we hope that you break. found value from today's conversation. Look. We will keep on showing up for you each and every day. Why? Because we love you guys. And honestly, we find this like truly fun and fulfilling. And the reason why we find it so fulfilling, you guys, is because we're on a mission to transform the lives of millions through the same movement, nutrition, and lifestyle habits that have transformed ours. All that we ask is that if you found value from today's conversation, or if you found just one golden nugget, then please go ahead and share it. If you're watching this on facebook please go ahead and share it on your facebook if you're listening to this on on youtube for one please subscribe if you haven't already done so and if you're listening to this on podcast please do us a favor and leave us a review you guys the reason why this why this is helpful is because as a Community. it helps us all to rise to the top because we live in a society right now where there is such a thing that's called algorithm. We don't care about the (laughs) algorithm, but we care about the impact and what happens, the more shares and the more likes that these videos get, the more people who really need to see it get exposed to it. And this is how we make an impact. I care about the
0: algorithm. You know why? Because the more people who like it, comment on it, Post about it, share it. The more people subscribe to it, review it positively. Only if you believe that, then the more people who see it. And guess what? Like you, let me ask you this: Do you want to be surrounded by a bunch of negative people, naysayers? Um, you know, bring you bring down, you bring you downers. Or do you want to hang out with a bunch of people who are like, "Fuck that noise! I'm going up." and I'm gonna find the people who are going the same direction as me. Mm -hmm. You invite them here, invite them here, and we can hang out together.
1: Simple. Yeah. And it also allows us to get more badass speakers on our show. Yeah.
0: And yes, Stacy is commenting in the post. This episode's going to be posted. She put our YouTube channel. If you scroll up in the comments, she also dropped the link to where you can ask your questions for tomorrow's episode. And so if you have questions, go there, click the link. You just enter your name, where you're from, what your question is, and we'll be happy to answer those tomorrow. Let's drop that link all day, Stacy. I want people, I want people asking all the questions. Yeah, yeah. Cause we show up for you guys. Don't ask your question. We won't answer it unless somebody else
1: asks it. Yeah. All right, you guys. That being said, we hope that you have a beautiful day ahead and a fabulous week. And take care of you guys. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to Espresso with Erin and Sarit. On your way out, be sure to check out our website, erinandsarit.com, to keep up to date with what we have going on and maybe grab some free stuff.
0: And if you feel so inclined, hop on over to leave us a five-star review, wink, wink, and remember, life is more fun when you subscribe to Aaron and Sarit.